Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Pamela Dale, who helps people build software companies and is an expert consultant for software and for business. And Pamela's clients range from newish business owners to multi-million dollar earners wanting to make a change in what they're doing or add another revenue stream. And she helps them get them set up as a white label of go high level. Pamela, welcome to the show. Oh my God, really excited to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. Awesome. Well, well, thanks for being here and and spending your time with me. So, hey, can you just give me a quick overview? Where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? We're a team of four. We're growing. And I love to work with both the newish business owners and the multi-million dollar earners. The two different clients, the newish business owners, they need another revenue stream where they want to start a really really fun business and software is great. And then I've got the multi-million dollar business owners who have thousands of coaching clients and are referring them to other software. And I teach them how to refer to their own software so that they've got that extra revenue stream for themselves. They keep it in-house and it's a beautiful Mm. ecosystem that they create where it's, okay, you need the software for my program. I'm not going to refer you to ClickFunnels anymore. I'm going to refer you to my software. And then your software needs the funnels and the services and it's a beautiful, beautiful revenue stream. Nice. I love that. What was it about this business? You were like, yeah, this, this sounds really cool. This is, this is where I want to be. I started as a ClickFunnels expert building funnels. And I was fascinated by the fact that I could sit in front of a woman who'd been pregnant and learned about the abdomen splits in the middle when you're pregnant. I didn't even know this. She puts an ebook together for $37. She makes a million and a half dollars. I was like, what? What is this? You can take knowledge from, especially from women, because great things happen when women have money. If I can take the knowledge, there's no woman I can sit in front of today that doesn't have something that she can sell that she knows. And we can put it together with a little bit of word and a little bit of images, and we can put it out on the interwebs, drive some traffic, and she can make money. That's what got me up every day. And then Mm. the tech side of it is really important because that's what keeps the lights on. That's what, if it doesn't work, if you don't have the right tools, then you're throwing money at Zuckerberg and nobody wants to do that. So I came in as money, but I have got this little tech kind of geeky side of me too that I've been known for. So (laughs) putting it together. Nice. So when your clients come to you, what, what are they actually looking for? What is, what is it that you find out time and time again is the, the, the first 
the first learning curve or the first hurdle, or maybe it's some awareness that they they didn't know. But once they find this, let's call that problem number one. If you can get start everyone on level two, what would that be like? The first problem is they come, they know they want to build something. They're attracted to living this, you know, digital nomad life or this free life, not having to have a job. So they come to me and they're trying something when we're talking to the newish business owners and they're going, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what to sell. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I got this idea, but I don't know if it'll work. So I sit with them and help them see themselves very clearly I call it this little golden sphere of them. There's your history and your talents and your values and who you are, what you want and what you know and all of it. It comes together with where you are in your life. And I I call it this ball of you. So I'll help them get that lit back up and point them in the right direction so that they can directionally get started in the right, in the right way. That's probably the number one thing they come and they just need somebody to walk beside them for those first few steps. Mm. And so one when they've gone through those first couple of steps and their eyes have been opened to, holy shit, this is this is possible. This this can work. What what is that like? What's the what is, what is the route to like the the tangible end result? Which, as you said, is is that freedom? It is that secondary income? It is that setting this new aspect up? What's that like? I describe it as magic. When you go and get your first client online. And then you get the second one and then you realize you can do this in your sleep. You've got it because it's a belief issue first that there's even clients out there. There's clients with money. There's clients that'll pay me for what I know. And when we go through those first couple, there's a light bulb that comes on that came on for me. And I knew I would never struggle again for money. I knew that I could just go and everyone that I walk through this with, they say the same thing. It's like magic. Mm. It's not. What we think it is let's let's just hold hold the phone there because <laughs> it's magic you never have to worry about money again so many entrepreneurs are the biggest challenge is lead generation it's finding clients everyone has a different story everyone has a different kind of angle but traditionally this is is where a lot of people struggle and yes we can go down the route of beliefs we can go down the route of what it is about ourselves that is maybe bring it into fruition however tell me about from your perspective because what is it about the the strategy or that you've found that is hold on this is we can replicate this this works you have the sort of keys to the kingdom so tell tell me more about what that looks like and and how it and how it works for you well the simplest way to think about it is you've got this podcast this is a lead generation machine for you. You and your spouse, Katie, probably really good on video. You like to talk. You thought this was a really great avenue based on your the mixture of your skills and the marketplace, et cetera. So when I sit with a business owner, I'm like, okay, what is it that is about you? And in that ball is the client. Where are they? Who are they? Where do we find them? And you can go local, you can go a podcast, you can do YouTube, you can start to blog, you can run ads. There's all of these ways to get clients. But when you're really new, I suggest one-on-one you get into conversations with people. Local is a really great way to get over that first hurdle. So mm-hmm. go to your chamber of commerce, do a presentation and see who comes up and talks to you after. 
there's three clients, five clients right there. And if that's the way that you like to do it, maybe you don't want to do presentations. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe it's not local. Okay, go into a Facebook group, put a presentation together, talk to the owners of that group and present or do what I did in the ClickFunnels group. And I went in and it was an incredible value to the whole group as much as I could. And they knew who I was and they knew who I, what I stood for. And I didn't charge, I didn't, I just went in and was valuable. And then automatically I got on conversations into conversations with people. And mm. then at the end of the conversation, it was usually, thank you very much. Or how can I continue to work with you? I was like, oh, there's a few ways. And I didn't have any expectations around, because I was too, is the word ignorant or new or naive that I didn't know they'd want to work with me. <laughs> right like no i'm just here to give all my self-worth away for free right like let's just do that all for free and yeah and so, oh oh okay that's how and then i was oh, so that that moment there that moment that yes. we, we talk about the the accidental entrepreneur an awful lot it's kind of real that oh shit you mean i can i can charge for this i'm i well, I'm kind of doing it anyway. So here's where the sort of business comes in and these things think whether it was a side hustle or the main thing or just a passion project that oh yeah and it kind of clicks into place it does the first time you're probably undercharged like I did right and then little by little I went up and I had a great coach who said every time you go back in on a call raise it 10 percent so I just mm. went a little bit faster than that but I found for me each time I did it was because I'd come up against my own self that I was overworking. I accepted a client that I didn't really want because I was like, there's no more clients. I better take as many as I can get, right? So then it just worked. And then I was able to build a really big digital marketing agency through it. And it was a progression of worth and progression of activity, belief, and just grit some days, right? And just keep moving forward and having great examples in my life as well. Yeah, beautiful. So to just touch on that, tell me about your evolution as as the business owner, as yeah. as the boss, as the entrepreneur, the solopreneur, going into the world of being the, the, the sort of CEO and with all the desire to help people and juggle everything and everyone else, plus the family, plus yourself. There's a lot happening here. So what's your what's your evolution been like? Well, I can't barely believe I'm sitting here some days, you know, I'm able to support myself and my husband sitting in Mexico, we left our country in Canada, knowing that at any moment, I could make money. I knew that I had that skill set, we left the social systems behind. So if I had a heart attack, we're out of luck, right kind of idea. Mm. I was teaching English overseas in Korea and came back and thought if I have to go back to work for somebody I might like it's not going to be pretty right. So I thought, well, how can I start working for myself? And it was English online. Okay, go to networking meetings. And then it was, I don't have any skills, believe it or not. This is what I told myself, except I like to talk to people. So I started the $20 lunch project. I would take people out for lunch. I would spend $20 and I would interview them. And I started this little podcast because that's all I knew I could do. And I realized I love talking to coaches. They're changing the world. I'm like, I could do this. So I take coaching programs and then I take another certification course. Couldn't get a client. Let's take another certification course. This is the answer, obviously, right? Let's get smarter. Okay, no, you and I both know that's not it. And then through all of that, I gained enough digital marketing skills 
that I was having to do it all by myself because I'd spent all my money on everything else, right? So mm. I was like building websites and I was learning and going. And push come to shove, okay, I'm gonna, I can't do that anymore. Let me be a ClickFunnels affiliate. That's what I can do. I can do that, that's gonna be easy. Whoa, did I not know nothing? Because I didn't realize the client game is the client game, no matter what we're in, until I got past myself, thinking that it was all wrapped up in, what are they going to pay me for me? I'm not mm. worthy of this. And flipped it to the work that I do is worthy. So let's, let's just dig into that just for a second, if you don't mind. What, yes. what was specifically, what was it that was holding you back? What were these games? Because you're on this quest for knowledge. And we both know it's not a knowledge problem. It's an application problem. It's was... how we as a business owner approach it's our perspective it's crumbs the stories the beliefs the promises that kind of hold us back what was it all of that specifically for you <laughs> all I of it check 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 we're playing on the bingo it. here i was scared to death so i'm sitting in vancouver canada i'm scared married of, scared of scared of what i do not absolutely i might cry i don't know exactly 100 what i was so scared of yeah I'm sitting in Vancouver, Canada, and I'd spent too much money. I'd felt so much guilt in the psychological game of I'm going to do it today. And at the end, they don't do it. And the next day, yeah. you know, gird yourself up, do it again and try. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. I was smart enough to know that my environment mattered. So I left my husband, not left, left, but left him and went to Durango, Mexico to live with a friend and said, I'm not going back till I have this thing figured out. Mm. I called this guy. I'm gutsy. So I called this guy that was really big in the affiliate world. His name is Danny Walsh. And long story short, gave my last $500 and said, if you can't help me, we're not going back. I couldn't do it anymore. I knew I was smart. I knew mm. I was educated. I, I knew all of that on every level or on many levels, but there was a level that I was missing. And that's why this unforget yourself is so powerful. I think I was so afraid to be seen. I was so afraid to put myself on the line. I was so afraid to bet on myself that if I started this thing, what was I going to do? And that was the number one mistake I made was thinking that I needed to do this by myself. So he said, go into the ClickFunnels group right now, do this, do this, get on three calls, call me back, hang up on me. Literally, that's how hard I needed it. And I knew he had my last money and I couldn't talk to him until I did those three calls. I started around my apartment, got an upset stomach, sat down and I had to scream in my head sit down, sit down, sit down. Oh, still emotional for me. And I sat down, I got two or whatever he asked me for two or three calls within 20 minutes. I was like, what? This is where the magic starts to kick in. Oh, you mean this actually works? Then I called him back. He says, oh. That moment there, if I can just pause, mm. you just said it. You mean this, th th this actually works? That's realization. When it's something new, when we're trying to do something, that moment that you've experienced, that's that's life changing. Once you know it, you can't go back. And I all of a sudden knew it. I knew there were people that needed help. I had to get out of myself and get it off of myself. I was so focused on myself that what could I, these people, these skills that I had, I didn't see them, first of all. Most of us don't. We're blind to what we're really good at. And I didn't understand the value of it even at that time, but it was like, oh, this is, oh, you can get an appointment? Because I know when I talk to new business owners as well, if you get on enough calls, you'll get, you'll get appointments. No, I don't, are you willing to try? I was willing to try. 
I had goals and dreams and going back to work and looking at my husband one more day while he goes out and does what he was doing and working so hard. And here I was just mucking around and playing business. Mm. Couldn't do it anymore. But that that moment, so you've accumulated so much knowledge. You've got the wisdom. You've got the geeky tech side. It's like, I've got... There's... Again, we come back to it. it's not a knowledge problem, it's an implementation no. problem. And I guess every single person sit down and have a look at what what is around you. If you look at all your skills and your knowledge, uh, the marketing, oh my gosh, time and time again, I can come back to to to, to, uh, to unforget yourself, that we bounce around with what what is what is it that we do? Where's the tangible nature? We have some coaches saying it needs to be so tangible. Others are, it's different. It's a, you know, working on the, the mind and the body and the business owner behind the scenes. There is so much in this that eventually we'll look around thinking we, we have everything that we need, every strap line, every way of discussing and talking about this. There's nothing new. It's just the confidence. It's the ability to step up and go, hell yes, this is what we do. So you had that moment of, huh, my my backpack is full. I have everything in my toolbox. Uh, I guess there's nothing left to do but to take a deep swallow and be like, okay, guess I'm I'm doing this. Right. And I never looked back. So what was the evolution like for you from that moment? Because crumbs, we've, we've, we've gone deep and gone uh, quite wide with everything so far. As you came into this role, as you saw this level of success, um, what was it like for how you approached work? The Because there's so much passion in what you do. But there's so much yes. of, I want to help other people. And of course, that which puts more pressure on ourselves. Right. How have you been kind of working through or, or or even, or maybe avoiding that. Mm. The first time I started getting on calls with these people, I started to understand, oh, they don't know how to build a funnel. They don't have a logo. They don't know how to put the video in. They don't know how to write the email. They don't know how to run the, I'm like, I know how to do all of that. What? So I decided for $997, I would do the whole thing for you. It was a three month program and off we go. Six weeks at that time for me. And I got, um, I left by the time, 30 days later, I had 10 clients. So I had $10,000 and I flew to Salt Lake City into America to meet Danny Walsh before I flew back to Vancouver, Canada. And from there, I really, that's when the learning really kicked in. I knew that I knew what I was doing, but I didn't understand the client game. I didn't understand. And I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about communication. I'm talking about setting clear boundaries, being clear in what it is that's being offered, understanding who's responsible for what. And that's something that at every every day I'm still learning. How is it that I can put these things into place? And then more recently in my journey, it's been whose responsibility is this? And I learned that really early on by through a lot of, you know, I always say if you're not marketing hard enough, you're not marketing hard enough if you don't have a room in your house where you go cry, right? Like this is part of that journey in the client game and understanding who's responsible for what is really powerful. When I, we, you, we have self-worth challenges, issues, whatever we want to call them. Sometimes we'll take over, we'll become overly involved in other people's lives. And looking for, if they don't get those results, then it comes back on me. But if I'm clear in my communication about who's responsible for what, 
but the communication to that client comes after I figured that out because I can't communicate. There's something wrong or, or so I have to do that work ahead of time. And that sometimes has come through blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. I mean, with, with this, as an entrepreneur, you don't, you can't not go through like a personal development journey. It's almost a non-negotiable mm-hmm. and it, there are times as, as you go through the journey that more things sort of pop up, they creep in. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a lot that we know with the traits, the stories that we have some, oh my gosh, they're sneaky. They, 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 they're in the background controlling you and you're not quite sure. So as you've, as you've got to this point with seeing, you know, building the team, seeing the success, being able to, from your personal life, being able to, to, to relocate, to retire your husband, but this is, this is the, the freedom that you're offering to other people and that you're living and breathing yourself, but you're still going through this next level for yourself. Cause as you've leveled up, it's like, Oh my gosh, either these sneaky things come up and they're, that maybe they're coming in as Katie says with you know, fake glasses and mustache. Like I'm not the same problem I had a year ago. This is different. Rice. Could I have a break? Right. Like, can you <laughs> give me a day and a half off from all this work? <laughs> it's so true. And it's because yeah. I have a desire for and a dream for my life. Yeah. And that desire and dream for my life. I need to be able to fit into those I was going to say pajamas, but I don't know where that word came from, but fit into those clothes when I get there. That needs mm. to feel comfortable when I get there. It's not the other way around. Okay. So we're talking about the identity. So yeah. it sounds like in your evolution, you've hit a number of different identities. Yes. And I believe that every in every place we're, we're in between identities. Yes. You've reached a certain level, but now, you know, to go to that next level, you need to be a different Pamela that can have you've got your different pajamas on that you can right. cope with these these kind of different challenges the way you approach them the way you hold yourself what yes. impacts you what controls you so yes where are you right now where is where do you know you're you need to get to what's the identity that you're not quite there yet but you know you need to embody that's a big question i'm just going to take a breath just to The word that's coming up for me is leader. Mm. But I've got a team and I'm, I think, yes, absolutely. That's important. But I need to be a better leader of myself. In the sense of what I think, what I do, what's in my life, what's not in my life. Taking responsibility at the next level for what it is mm. that I want. And to take what comes with that and to be able to communicate and surround myself with people that will champion me. One of the biggest mistakes I made in business was thinking I could do this on my own. Ah, crumbs. Yes. So alone, leader, these things that sort of came up for you in a moment. And I love that you came back to leader, but I have a team, but it's more the leader of, of myself. It's the internal leadership, which is where everything comes from. How you, again, it's the perceptions, it's the approach, it's what you engage in, what you say yes to, what you say no to. Yes. So this, this next level, what do you, what do you need? What do you need to start to step into this next, this next role? I'm not sure that I need anything. 
what I would love is to be able to lead more women to financial freedom. That's the reason I get up. That's mm. one of the reasons besides my family where I can look the world in the eye and go everything that ever happened to me and everything that I've ever been through, it makes sense now that the world does make sense that this is where I'm to be at this time and that I matter and they matter. And I've needed someone to look at me and see me and I look at people and see them and let's go together. That wakes mm. me up day. Okay. So it's, so it's a mission. So it's, it's the legacy. It's the empire yes. that you're not building alone, but mm -hmm. everyone that you're taking with you. Yes. And it's how to do that without crumbs over committing without over killing yourself because you built this so much. You don't want to go back down to, to where, where it was. Again, this is, mm -hmm. this is what you coach, how you help people. So this next level, oh my gosh, it's going to be scary. It's going to be fun. It's going to be terrifying. It's going to be all the things, right? Yes. And that was what we had that brief conversation before we jumped on was about time management. Those pieces, where do I put different pieces for that journey in yeah. my day and still make sure that I'm whole and able to do what it is I need to do on a daily mm. basis and struggling with those questions of what's important, what's urgent, what can wait, what can't, and balancing my, and, and I mentioned I'm not crazy about that word balance, but what do I need today? Yeah. More so than balance, perhaps. It's what do I need today? And where can I put that in? And who can I ask for help? Where can I put something aside? How could I take a shortcut? And maybe I don't need to do it this way, but I could do it and still accomplish the same goal. So it's mm. a lot of that today is how do I continue on the trajectory that I'm on and not lose my, my mind, right? Like burnout's real. I've, I've experienced yeah. it. Well, with that, the, the, the way we always come back down to is simplicity. I mean, there's an awful lot in what you just spoke about there. There's an awful lot of desires and, 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 and sort of yes. different aspects and what you should do, where the priority is what to do. Um, I want to always flip that around. I want to feel that shift of perspective. If that could be flipped around, what can you, what, what can you do less of? What the is word, it? The word that stood out for me was simplicity. Yeah. You said simplicity and I was like, boom, big fireworks went off in my head. Hey, how did that feel? I, I can simplify. So I know what I can simplify. It came to me immediately. This is the power of coaching, which when you're in conversation with someone, isn't it when you're really having a conversation with someone and opening up and saying things that you don't, you know, have really time to say on a daily basis. Thank you for that. That's, yeah. uh, that's profound. Because business is so simple, isn't it? It's oh. us. As business owners, who oh, do we know how to muck that thing up real fast? <laughs> as, forget that. As human beings, we have a as special humans. superpower that we can overcomplicate everything, right? Yes. Hands up. Through, through desire. All from the right place. 
all from the right place, which is why it's so tough. And that's where guilt comes in and the frustration because you know what you're doing. However, it's not quite working. So if that ever happens, if there's a resistance, there's something we need to look at. There is a problem that is there. It might be just under the surface. It might be a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky one. But as a business owner, if we can't identify the problems, we just trajectory is, is off. It might be one degree. Oh my gosh. It it's devastating. It's devastating to watch a business owner be so far off the path. My dad used to say to me when we when I started driving, he says, remember for every mile of road, there's two miles of ditch. And if you think about it as a business owner, when you get on the road, how easy is it to get in the ditch? It doesn't take much. And it doesn't take much for that vehicle to be off going down a different direction. So it's always be cognizant of where you're going, where I'm going, where am I going? And it's so easy with all of the, oh my God, if you scroll Facebook for five and a half minutes, the 14 people that are doing better than me and there are 13 programs that I should probably take, but I don't need any of them because I have right now every single thing I need to be successful. But it's mm. the remembering. It's the remembering of that, which is that, un, you know, that unforget yourself. Like if we could just remember how perfect we are and how much we know, and some of us need reminding more than others. And that's why coaching is so powerful, but yes, yes. Nice. And, and the unforget yourself is remember that you're the one in the wheel. So yes, I hear what you're saying about the road and the dirt track, but also it's not always about where you're going. Sometimes about who's driving. And oh. if you have fear or doubt or guilt or a need to help other people, if that yes. is what driving, I mean, when you find yourself scrolling on, on socials, what, what's driving? What's Where is on? that avoidance? What are you looking for? What is not there within your business? All these little things. It might be a small thing. It might be a big thing. But it's all these little, listen to those whispers. That's that's what it's all about. And that's, I think, what you kind of, what you've experienced today. That little nugget that dropped in the right time is like, uh, oh, shift. There it is, right? Shift again, shift again. This business, it's it, so many business owners, I love driving, driving <clears throat> metaphors, are, are dry, operating their business like they do their car that's got the handbrake on. And it's like the gas is you're trying to go somewhere, but you've got the brake on. And I always associate the brake to these unconscious behaviors that we have and fears mm. that drive this. So when I end up on social media, I'm self-aware enough to go, what's wrong? What's going on for me? What's happening right now? Oh, I'm a little afraid of that. Or I'm not sure about that. What can I do to move to the next step on that? And sometimes it's eat the frog and go do the silly thing. Sometimes, oh, it's just okay to take a break now. Yeah. And then I don't have the guilt around it or the shame around it, right? I don't need any more of that. Who needs more of that? Absolutely. So it's same thing. Yeah, this journey. Nice. Hey, Pamela, thank you so much for, for being here, for sharing not only your story and what, what you do and how you help people, but behind the scenes as you've evolved, as you're growing into your that yes. next level, that next identity. It's fascinating. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And what an absolute gift, that word simplicity for me. I will just oh what you do to help other people just on an interview so what you do in what you do right you what you do what you do it must be life-changing for people what a gift well, thank you very much
appreciate that. Thank you. And um, look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? PamelaJoanDale.com. So J-O-A-N. So PamelaJoanDale.com. And I've got a YouTube channel. If you search your GHL gal, you should be able to find me just about everywhere. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, this sounds amazing, please go and check it out. But again, Pamela, thank you so much. It's been an absolute joy to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.